When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning. Welcome in. It is the Donna and Steve Show. 9.04 is the time on my clock. Hope you're doing well. Happy Tuesday. You made it through a Monday, which for a lot of us felt very Monday-ish. I know over on the Twin Cities Live side, we had all sorts of just technical glitches. It felt very Monday yesterday, but congrats. We're one day away from that now, which is exciting. Um, Steve Patterson, Donna Valentine, of course, brother Rob is, he's the guy now, turning the dials and working a double shift. Were you on this morning as well, brother Rob? Oh, yeah. Been here since about 4.30. And now I'm working on trying to connect uh, Donna. Yes, Donna is uh, Donna is uh, working remotely today as well. We're all spread out all over the place because we just think it's fun to do that. So um, they're working on some of those things. I will let you know coming up today in hour three. It is a Tuesday, which means we will open our confessional, and we would love for you to get involved. You can do this on our Facebook page. You can tweet us. You can email us, or at eleven thirty, you can give us a call. Our question for you to ponder today. What activity have you faked interest in just to be nice? Just because you thought, you know what? It looks like Judy likes this, so I'm just going to pretend to be interested. I played a game. It was Canasta. I played Canasta, I think, two times in my life. I don't remember anything about Canasta, but I was invited into a game night. And if you've ever been invited into a game night situation, all of a sudden you're playing whatever game they want to play. And so it was Canasta. And it was a bunch of us that were in our 30s, and I thought, what are we doing playing Canasta? It felt like Pinochle. I don't know what that game is, but it feels like it's a game that you play when you, you know, when you decide to live with other senior citizens. So there I was, playing Canasta, faked interest, and then by the second time, I just turned on it and said, this, guys, we have to do something better. We're better than Canasta. We can play a different game. So you can let us know something that you have faked interest in, just to be nice. Uh, you can, again, do that on our Facebook page. should be up right now, or tweet email or call at the appropriate time. So that is coming up in hour three. Uh, we are efforting to get Donna Valentine connected. We, we have spaceships out there right now, satellites that are floating around. Brother Rob, do we have any update? Are we getting closer with her? Uh, she's on the phone with both Amy and I, so we're oh. hopefully getting closer. Okay, you guys work on that. I got to tell you, I, I have a bone to pick with steaks. That I figure now that Donna, who doesn't eat a ton of red meat, she can't compete with me on this. If anybody's out there, tweet me if I'm getting something wrong here. Last night, for the first time in my life, I I made a T-bone steak. Now, it turned out pretty great. It's uh, You know me, I did it on the smoker. I did it, smoked it slow and low, low and slow, whatever you want to say. And then I charred it right at the end. That was great. 
But my question is, a lot of people like the T-bone steak. Is it worth the effort? Because there's a, appropriately so, there is a giant bone in the middle of it shaped like a T. I held the T up at the end. It felt very exciting. I got through the steak and it did taste good. The question is, is it worth all of the effort? Is it worth the cutting? There's a lot of cutting. You have a filet mignon. You're not carving around a bone. You're not getting through a fat cap. So there I was, really excited to do the T-bone steak. Made one for my wife as well. Again, the flavor, great. The char, great. But I thought, maybe I'm on the outside looking in here. Talk about you know something that you would fake interest in just to, to be nice. I thought that the T-bone was a highly regarded steak. And it just felt like there's a little too much work. And my understanding is... The T-bone, if I know this correctly, is two steaks. Is it a filet or is it a New York strip and something else? What is the T-bone steak? Anyway, we did it last night on the smoker and turned out well enough, but it just felt like a little like a little too much effort. For those wondering, a T-shaped bone divides the two steaks. You have a New York strip steak on one side. Oh, how about that? And one side is a tenderloin filet? This can't be, because if I have a filet, it tastes better than what I was dealing with last night. But that was the latest in the world of uh, Smoking Steve. Our new Smoking Steve episode will appear eventually here on Twin Cities Live. I'm going to show the reverse sear of the steak and how everyone should be doing that. And you've heard me rave before about compound butter and why you just absolutely, if you've never made compound butter, you need to make it. So this is, I'm just giving you all your food news right out of the shoots today. Because again, this is stuff that Donna wouldn't want to do a compound butter. Donna hasn't made a steak for herself to eat. And I would hazard a guess and say a quarter of a century. So that's why I know right now we have a safe space as we try to connect with Donna Valentine, where I can tell you about this compound butter. So easy. You've got to try, you have to try um, the reverse sear of the steak. Everybody sears it at the beginning. And then what? And then what? You just sort of lock in the middle, and then the outside is charred by the time the inside is to temperature. Flip it and reverse it. It's your feminine nip and fuen. Yeah, Miss Elliot told us best. So make sure that you do try that. Now Donna's going to be a little, Donna's going to be a little upset and a little happy with me. Her gift. I got her a gift last week that a my talker was kind enough to say, "Hey, this reminded me of you and Donna." In in reality, it really reminded us of Donna. And I said, this is a great idea. So I immediately clicked on the link, looked like an Instagram sort of a link, and immediately made a purchase. So her surprise gift has arrived in the mail. And uh, now I just have to figure out Donna and I haven't seen each other legitimately. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've seen Donna in probably a month and a half, almost two months, something like that. Since the time that I was initially quarantined back in like or mid-June or something like that. So I have to figure out a time that I can do a drop-off. So she's going to be excited because she knows that I've actually got this gift for her, the surprise gift that just has Donna Valentine written all over it, quite literally. She'll be happy in that regard. She's going to be a little bit disappointed, though, uh, with this. She gave me homework before I had my few nights with the kids gone and my wife was gone, and she wanted me to watch Peanut Butter Falcon with Shia LaBeouf. I'm only halfway through. And I know that she has already got concerned that, based on my track record, I start something and then I don't exactly finish something. So she's going to be concerned that I've started it and stopped. But when we do connect with uh, Donna, which hopefully will be soon enough, I will let her know my initial thoughts of Peanut Butter Falcon, which she really put at the top of the list. And you, my Tucker, said so many great 
responses for what I should watch now that I had total control of the TV. I did watch that thing you do. We talked about that yesterday, hour three of the podcast, if you're listening on the app. Gave some fun behind-the-scenes facts. If you like that movie, there were some cool facts that we shared about how that was made. So I watched the whole thing of that. I thought it was great. And now I'm halfway through my latest uh, homework assignment, which is Peanut Butter Falcon. So we'll talk with Donna a little bit later whenever she joins us in progress to discuss that. Meanwhile, I think what we'll do here is we'll take a break. After the break, we're going to do some things that make you go, huh, there's an interesting thing that happened before penicillin existed. Now, this you will file this under very, very use, useless information, but before penicillin was even a thing, they had to give sick patients something else to try to fight a disease that they might have in them. See if you can figure out what that is. If you do, you're an absolute genius. Things used to be twisted back then. We'll get into it when we return on the Don and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Welcome back, friends. It is the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. We are streaming live worldwide at MyTalk1071.com. As always, you can download the app. If you don't have the app yet, what is your excuse? What's the holdup? You got time on your hands. We all know that. Download it. It's great. You can listen anytime, anywhere. Every show that you hear on the station is available for you on the app. We've also got original podcasts as well that you can check out, like Best to the Nest and Two Fairy Godfathers. So uh, download the app today. Listen anytime, anywhere. All right, Brother Rob, let's get curious, shall we? Alrighty, I've got. I'm going to start with a very weird one for everybody. Now remember, I don't do research after the fact to figure out what's the context. There are no follow-up questions. We just embrace these one-off facts and do with them what what we will. Get this: before penicillin existed, the best available cure for syphilis was intentionally giving someone malaria. Here's why. It would cause such a high fever that it could actually kill off the bacteria that had been causing the syphilis. It could also, by the way, worth noting, potentially kill the person. But, you know, we have drugs available today that, you know, they're sudden, they could kill you. Side effects include it could destroy you. So that's something to think about. So if you think we, and we, times are tough right now. And if you think things are going bad, I totally hear you. But think back in the day, you were unfortunate enough to contract syphilis. And then they said, you know what we're going to give you? Hey, bring in John. Uh, John's got malaria, and John's going to cough all over you. So here's hoping. Hope this turns out okay. So there's a stupid fact that you can use later today. Now, I happen to be a fan of candy. Donna Valentine loves old school candy. It's one of the things that Donna and I really have in common is we like old school candy sugary candy like one of my favorite spots to be is the big candy store minnesota's largest candy store down in jordan minnesota if you haven't been totally worth the drive although i would suggest like go later in the evening if you go on a saturday just so you know it's going to be bonkers it's just generally so full i don't know how it is in the world of covid19 but that place can get kind of jam-packed but right at the end of the night like at around 7 30 uh really great anyway we love these old school candies, so if it's Chuckles, whatever, Pez, 
Everybody, Pez is the candy that doesn't matter. It feels like we all grew up eating Pez. But did you know this? Pez was originally marketed as a sophisticated, healthy, 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 a sophisticated, healthy candy for adults when it came out in these United States way back in 1953. Within two years, though, they changed their marketing plan. It became a candy meant for kids with a toy as the dispenser. So I think what this means is that originally when Pez came out, and think of old 1950s commercials. I mean, they were giving away cigarettes as parting gifts during game shows, for real. So you could imagine the marketing ad that they would have with just a couple of like Mad Men kind of people, Don Draper, and just breaking into a little sleeve of Pez. Now, it would have been better if they were using the toy as a distribution device. But it was just the sleeve, it was very sleek, and it was, it was again, marketed as a sophisticated and healthy candy, which makes you wonder, what are we currently marketing today? And I feel like we have largely moved away from this, but what are we marketing today as healthy that in 50, 60 years, we will look back, or they will, because we'll all be dead, they'll look back on us and say, what idiots. They actually thought that that was healthy then. Because in 1953, I mean, we had some smart people back then. They marketed it as healthy. Pez. All this talk about Pez, I don't know about you, but I could go for some Pez right now. And it's impossible to not just eat the whole sleeve immediately. Here is a totally random fact that I bet I, I certainly had no idea about this. The the Chicago Bulls, you know, they've got that documentary that I was telling you guys about, oh goodness, a couple of months back now. It was on ESPN, now it's on Netflix, it's called The Last Dance. Paul McGuire Grimes, who you hear on the Colleen and Bradley show on Fridays, he uh, came on Twin Cities Live last week and said, look, I had no interest in the Chicago Bulls, I wasn't a basketball fan, and they the, the documentary is so well put together. So there's an added plug for you to check out The Last Dance, just because it's a very well-told story. It is 10 episodes. So it's roughly, let's see, without commercials, probably going to be about an eight-hour time commitment, but uh, really, really worth it. Well done. Here's something I did not know and they did not share in that documentary. Uh, level, 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 The level. Chicago Bulls drafted Carl Lewis, the Olympian, in 1984 with the 208th pick in the draft, which was 205 picks after they drafted Michael Jordan that same year, but... Carl Lewis decided to stick with track and field, so he never actually became a member of the Chicago Bulls. As crazy what? as that is. Oh my God. Are you here? Hi. <laughs> Donna. What? Let me just <laughs> say. What uh, I'm Bradley Trainer. And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this A list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Donna Valentine, ladies and gentlemen. Hold hey, your applause. Uh, joining Hello. the show already in progress. We are so happy to have you, what I what I did up until this point essentially was got through a bunch of stuff that I thought you would not like. Like I was able to do a full seven <laughs> minutes on my encounter with a T-bone steak last night. Oh, perfect! You wouldn't have a ton of interest. Um, how are you? 
Um, I'm really good. How are you? This is so bizarre. I'm doing great. So you are you're broadcasting remotely right now as well. And as I we am. all know, it is. Can we just say this briefly? Yes. Our uh, we mentioned this yesterday on the air, but our engineering team has Amazing. just been so fantastic, and they have been called into action to, in some cases, overnight set somebody up with a remote broadcasting opportunity. Our employer has been great with just allowing people to work in a space that they feel is safest and makes the most sense for them. Absolutely. And so the fact that they are just, you know, tying red wires and blue wires together and seeing if we can be heard by my talkers is fabulous. So uh, to Mike, to to Jake, Amy, I know is working hard. Amy's busting it. I mean, listen, Amy, who uh, everybody gives a hard time on this station, she, our fearless leader, she she has been putting in, she has been called into, like, step in and uh, just various parts of the MyTalk production. She is willing to do whatever she needs to do, work late, get in early, whatever, just to make sure that we all, um, that you all can still hear I us. Know. So sincerely, like, thanks to them. Thank you to them so much. And also, Amy's, like, running cables over to my house. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, God, am I going to have to invite her in for, like, a <laughs> Oh, yeah. How'd the drop-off go last night? Did it? Did she act like, did she start wiping her feet on the welcome mat like she's expecting to come in? <laughs> no, I think she uh, had no plans of coming in, but of course she was welcome. But you know that weirdness of like your professional life, like bleeding into your personal yeah. life and you're like, oh no, this is so weird, but thank you. But Can she didn't make it in though. She, she recognized the armed guards and was like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to leave this here. Exactly. Curbside pickup. And, Honest to goodness, though, she had other places that she had to be. She had to, she had to like run and help somebody else get up Golly. and running. So, I mean, I feel like she probably got very little sleep. Um, she and Mike and like everybody you just mentioned, doing such a great job. So, thank you, thank yeah, you, thank sincerely. you. We appreciate you. Now, um, I, so I, much I, to talk about. I want to tell you, Donna. Speaking of that, um, I talked to you on the phone yesterday. I have your gift. And we're going to have to figure out a safe way for me to give you the gift. Maybe I could get somehow give you the gift, like a little curbside drop-off, and you open it live on the air. Maybe we could work on something like that. Yeah, but that means you have to come to my house. No, I would just throw it at your doorstep like an old-school paper boy. I'm not sure I want you knowing where I live, but we can discuss. All right. When we return, a uh, show suggestion from a listener. Mm -hmm. We'll get into that next. We've got these prizes and a whole lot more. You can get the app. You can stream online. Get registered in either place welcome back it's don and steve hey guys hey you how are you this is very very strange for us we're doing the best we can thank you so much for listening by the way now do you want to explain why why this is strange because someone's sitting at their desk right now and they're like what's strange i hear donna i hear steve everything feels very normal to me you're right you're right i probably could have gotten away without saying anything but you're right um you're broadcasting at home. Uh, you have you. been for Reveal a while. Reveal my identity and my location. Sorry. And the address is. <laughs> um, and I'm broadcasting from home just temporarily. Um, uh, truth be told, I have a friend who tested positive for COVID-19. So for the safety of the rest of the staff, I am staying home. Um, you know, just to follow the recommended guidelines yeah, by the, the CDC, yada, yada, yada. Do you remember? So, you know, you got to do the 14 days, and uh, I, I feel perfectly fine. There's nothing, you know, I feel great. I have no symptoms or anything, and I don't expect to. Fingers crossed. Uh, do you remember when Stevie Boy was quarantined back in June, and uh, 
when I was uh, quarantined back in June, I, I thought this is not the last time that this is going to impact work in some way. Right. Either the my talk team or the Twin Cities live team because because of the protocol, because of the quarantining protocol. So like all you need to do is essentially have uh, said hello to someone at a barbecue or or in an elevator in an elevator you saw someone at church or whatever and then you find out oh i was talking with them for five minutes after church and they read they ended up testing positive and then you have to figure out uh you have to call health officials to figure out what's the correct protocol here for me right. and so i just think it's the new normal inside of the new normal which is these little two to three week interruptions that will happen that are very difficult to avoid yeah, and you're right, and who who knows how long this is going to continue to happen, but we're doing the best we can, and that's all anybody can do, and, uh, you know, it's an adventure. How do you uh, feel? How for me? Do it. Now, what did you think? Here's the thing. So you're broadcasting from home. Which floor, by the way, in, in your multiple so, <laughs> are you doing this on? Where funny are you? you should ask that, because originally I was going to be in a guest bedroom, because it's it's small, and it's cozy and, and fluffy. Yeah, you know? which is good for sound. Exactly. So now um, I found out I had to be plugged into the router directly, which I didn't want to move. So I'm on the lower level, which is funny because Rumi is also broadcasting from said lower level. Wait, it's the basement before the basement. Wait, so he oh, so he's working from home as well. Yes, he's on the same exact floor as I. I put up, you know, those screens where you change in, you know, behind. (laughs) Yes, like the folding ones. Yes, so I have one of those, and I put blankets on it just to maybe absorb a little more sound because, you know, my my multi-level home is so vast. That's right, yes. It would just echo down the halls. halls, (laughs) Exactly. Down the halls. So it looks like I'm in a confessional right now, and on the other side, my (laughs) dog is laying there quietly, which hopefully that will continue because he doesn't like when I talk to other people in his presence. Oh. <laughs> and he normally starts like getting really, really mad and whining and pawing at me. Oh, yeah. buddy. And so far he's he's behaving. Well, you so know, at some point I'll take a, a picture and you know, Listen, I'll, the dog's going to bark online. at some point. And here's one of the here's He doesn't one... bark. He's not a barker. He's a talker. He doesn't bark. Well, he's going to we're going to hear from him at some point yeah, or another, right. buddy. We'll be heard from. And You're right. the beauty of the current state that we're in is that not that we always wanted to look like this, but we have, I feel like once and for all, shattered the fourth wall. And we yes, are just, we. <laughs> because even when there's, there's a vaccine and coronavirus is a distant memory, it just won't be a big deal when a kid walks behind you during a shot or you hear a dog right. bark or you're doing a live shot with somebody and then suddenly the doorbell rings because we have all decided, look, we know it's fake anyway. Right. This trying to yeah. set up the pristine shot in the perfect audio environment. Just give you know us some authentic me? you. You're, you know what this reminds me of when you're watching like the Today Show or Good Morning America and people are in the background waving. You <laughs> they're know, talking about like a, a major tragedy and they're like, yeah, Statue of Liberty. Yeah, they're on. like, hey, mom. And you're like, okay, this is a real distraction. Now it's going to be like nothing. It's going to be just commonplace. Like We're numba. We're numba. We're numba. Hey, um, we did get an email for a show suggestion for you. Well, I haven't even finished my homework alone. from this last weekend. I mean, I'm only Don't halfway even through get Peanut Butter s- Falcon. Oh, just chill. Steve. Just, oh, no. 
Yeah. All right. Let's put let's put a pin in that for now. Okay. As uh, Colleen yeah, Bradley likes to say, you're gonna go off the rails at me. I'm just a little annoyed with you, but okay. uh, alone. So you and Don McLean, mm-hmm. uh, who's taking a few days off, you both love the show alone. And I have so many people who have reached out on Twitter and on Instagram. Somebody just this morning reached out on Instagram and said, dude, you're loving alone. Here's the next show that you should watch. Exactly. And the name of the show is Dude, You're Screwed. Okay. You what can find this? it on... <laughs> this- you can find bushly. it on Amazon Prime, okay, and listen to the description because it actually sounds really cool. It's a group of extreme survivalists, oh, Dawn would love this, who kidnap one, hmm? one another, okay, at any given time. They handcuff and blindfold <laughs> that person, Whoa. drop him in some remote place in the world, and they have no time to prepare for it, and they have 100 hours to find civilization, or they lose the game and possibly wow. their life. Whoa, that's thank you, Blake. Blake, and this was—it looks like this was a one. Uh, let's see, a two-season show back in 2013 and 2014. And there's a still image, Donna, that I see of a gentleman who appears to be. Like punching through a wall or something. Nope, that's not true. I just clicked on... Boy, thumbnails can be deceiving. I'm sorry. (laughs) He's not punching through a wall, ladies and gentlemen. I thought he was punching through drywall or something, and then there was dust. Turns out he has both of his hands raised, and he's just giving like a fist pump because he probably won, and there's a local fire there, just like a fire pit. So it's not dust. You're a I am an idiot. Um, Dude, Uh, you're screwed. (laughs) On Amazon Prime. So, you watch that. Okay, now back to Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. What's your problem? First of all. It's a beautiful movie. I know it is. I know it is. I I watched that thing you do, okay? Oh, and how was that? It was great. It was very enjoyable. Have you seen that? I've seen part of it. Oh! Oh, Touche, my friend! Well, Kettle, I've heard a lot about you. I'm pot. Listen, I thought it was you great. didn't assign that to me though. You're right. You're right. Well, I had two. Remember, there were there were two at my uh, on my list during the weekend. That thing you do and Peanut Butter Falcon. So you were alone I, all weekend. Why couldn't you just carve out a couple hours? Donna, I did so many chores. I did so many projects. It was I was wildly productive. But I watched that thing you do. It was great. I'm um halfway through Peanut Butter Falcon, and I'm quite enjoying it so far. And you know, here's what I'll say. My my halftime report of Peanut Butter Falcon, starring Shia LaBeouf, he's going to win an Oscar at some point. He he's is very good. He is a very, very good actor. Now, he has rubbed some people the wrong way. He's made some interesting uh, professional, personal life choices. He's had some weird stunts that are just like when he went and watched all of his movies in a theater. Like, he's done some weird stuff. <laughs> yeah, but, he got kicked out of a, 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 a Broadway play. Hi. How are you? Oh, he did. Oh, well, good night, I'm Irene. I'm uh, But it's, he is really good. You believe, even, like I said, 40 minutes in, you just believe, like, he is this guy. He's that guy. Yeah. He's just really he was, fully committed. He's very intense. He was really good when he played his father in that movie that was, you know, loosely based on his life. I, I can't oh, I didn't the name of the movie see that. Right I can't think of the name of this. Don't see that. Okay. You shouldn't. Okay. All right. Mm, 
my mind. Anyway, so I'll get back to Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay, but you're enjoying it so far. That makes me very happy. Um, I started a, well, it's not a new show, but I started the show Insecure on HBO, which I believe Dawn has referenced before. Hmm. I am loving this show. What's it about? So it is, so, well, it's on HBO. It's from Issa Rae. She had a web series, or she has a web series called Awkward Black Girl. Okay. And it's basically the life of a 20-something-year-old black woman and her best friend and dating. It's very witty. It's very funny. It's very bold, which is why I don't think you should watch it. But... (laughs) Because it's a little raunchy. Oh, but a little bit of it's, raunch. It's kind of like a little bit like Girls if uh, with Lena Dunham, right? but different. Okay. It's really quite a simple show, but it has a lot of heart. It's short, which I really like. Um, and from what I hear, from what I've read, it really is a real portrayal of people of color. Um, I just, I, it's very funny. It cracks me up. Huh. I love it. It's like 25 minutes. An How many episode. episodes have you seen of this? I have now seen four episodes, I believe. Oh. Three or four. And, and so I could I'm, just I'm, see the on-screen review too. You know, like how they'll bring up like the review, you know, Peter Travers from Rolling Stone says, and then it'll just say Donna Valentine from My Talk 1071 says, <laughs> it's kind of like girls, but different. That's it. And then, boom. but it's short, and I like that. Short is great. Five out of five, Garys. I, it's just really a cute, light watch. And you well, know, I'm always watching dark stuff, so I need something. Which chill. means maybe you shouldn't watch the show that my wife just binged through. So she was visiting a friend um, last week, and they binged through uh, a show on Netflix, and it's called Outer Banks, and. Uh, it's it has been picked up for season two, like right right at the, at the end of the season one finale. It says it's official. Outer Banks season two is coming, because you never totally know that with Netflix shows when a season ends. But it is. Uh, she said just there were a lot of shocking moments. There's uh, you end an episode and it's one of those where you're like, we have to press play. We need to. We have to keep going. What happens next? It had been recommended by my sister in law like a month and a half ago. Finally went in. I had not really heard of it i don't know much about it i don't know my talkers hit me up on twitter tell us if you like this show it's called outer banks but she thought it was really good so you don't know anything about it i know that it involves um a discovery of gold and then uh some greed bubbles up and then there are some consequences that are uh quickly realized i don't want to give anything away but she she gave me some things that i don't want to spoil but she thought it was really gripping can you repeat how it, so this is a serious show, like it's, a drama? It, yeah, yep, yep. And it's and like can, uh, how many seasons? Only one season so far. Okay. And uh, it's it looks like teenage kids or something like that. It looks like oh, I'm already interested. I know a vibe. Is it a of coming maybe, of age? Coming of age. I'm Donna Valentine. Uh, <laughs> young, young-ish people. But okay. she said it's gripping. It's you just there are moments that are shocking in an episode where you're like, whoa, oh no, is that oh, no? So anyway, Outer Banks, if you're looking for a new uh, new drama that's intense to test drive on Netflix. Okay. You can good. test drive um, that. Okay, we'll do. Maybe. Uh, when we come back, we always encourage you to say something when you see something. So we have a segment called If You See Something, Say Something. You got yes, that? I got it. Um, kids, I'm sorry, but it looks like you're going to be saying goodbye to snow days. Uh, we'll worst. get to that.
and people who know nothing about birth and no babies when we come right back on My Talk 1071. Hey, good morning and welcome back, you guys. You're listening to the Donna and Steve Show on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, Donna Valentine, Steve Patterson, Rob helping us out today as well. What up, brother Rob? Hello. Uh, let's, let's do this. Hey, if you see something, say something. Oh, that is catchy, huh? Time for If You See Something, Say Something with Donna and Steve. If you see something, say something. Come on and party tonight. So a little bit earlier, Steve, you were talking about how things are pretty much changed forever, at least when it comes to TV and how people tear down that fourth wall yeah oh yeah they don't care Show now you how they... the sausage is made yeah, yeah. and everybody's like yeah. you know what i kind of like sausage well here's something else that may be changed forever the pandemic might mean oh boy the end of school uh snow days Donna. from school I know. Why would you I know. Do this? I'm sorry. I don't know. The kids aren't listening right now. It's okay. But how cool is it to get a random snow day the off? The best. The best. When you stay up late, you gamble and you say, uh, Mom, can I stay up to watch the 10 o'clock news? Because you know you want to see Dave Dahl's forecast and figure out, oh, looks like we're getting four to six or six to 10. We're definitely going to be off at least a two hour delay. And then you're all pumped. You have trouble falling asleep. And what almost 80% of the time happens, you wake up in the morning. It moved south overnight. There's a dusting, and it's like, hey, your bus is going to be here in 10 minutes. Get up. Well, that's basically what's going to happen. Why are they saying goodbye to them? Why? Because an expert from the Today Show thinks that the pandemic might mean, um, you know, you've proven that remote learning is possible, Um, and both teachers or students are figuring out ways to make that work when they need it to, obviously, mm-hmm. i.e. pandemic. So once schools are fully back, if there's ever a situation where there would normally be a snow day, kids could still stay home, but they're going to have to hop on Zoom like they do now to have a full day of class. <gasps> I'm sorry, I'm just the messenger. Well, here's, here's, here's what it would take, though. You would have to be set up for distance learning so like right now for instance um if your district has said we're doing a hybrid this fall then that means that you are more than likely going to be set up with whatever resources the parents will have had the time necessary if they need to get any chromebooks or things like that you are set up for success but in four years let's just say uh like when life is normal and has been normal for a while and kids are at school five days a week if there's a snow day i don't think that they would be set up to do the same distance learning because I think it's important you need to make sure that all of your kids are able to access the uh, the curriculum equally each day and you know different districts have some that are able to some that aren't able to so I, I want to put a little bit of water on this today's right. show I person's really like your, fire um, glass half full attitude. you know what I'm saying I mean you need to you I have know. to be set up all unless right. you and they're not always going to be doing hybrid now Moving forward, more and more districts, I think, are efforting to get technology in the hands of their students. It's just how things are going. Our kids were able to keep their Chromebooks uh, over the summer. So then they've just... Oh, really? Yeah. 
And those are from the school. The school provides them. Right. Yep. It's that's like a loan impressive. program. Yeah, it is. It's 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 but not every district that does not happen in every district. And so imagine if it doesn't happen in your district. Guess what? Like Chromebooks and Chromebook is the entry level way to get into, you know, any kind of digital equipment that can connect you online. There's still like a couple hundred bucks at at minimum. And well, that's, that's a lot of money. Well, that's what I was money. wondering. What if Especially you have three because kids? schools schools have, you know, issues with their budgets. Yeah. So that's very surprising. I wonder if they get a lot of donations. I'm curious. Well, it makes you wonder because now at a time when they need uh, probably a little extra funding the most, you have more people who are out of work right now and the economy is struggling. Boy, the economy is struggling, but 401ks, they've bounced back up. They're doing pretty good. I think I on the year that. they're only down like three percent. There was at one point when it was like getting it was like down forty percent or something crazy for the year. Yeah, I mean that's amazing and really mm, comforting. Yes, because it gets scary. Yeah. Um, but while we're talking about the pandemic, so I wondered about this myself because a lot of couples are putting pregnancy plans on hold because of the pandemic. Hmm. I thought, wow, if I were thinking about having a child if i were able um i would not want to have a baby right now how come um the economy for one um the fact that it's scary that your baby could you know catch this thing and you don't know anything about it really i mean it's such uncharted waters there's no vaccine um, so I, yeah, I guess the economy I'm not the only part one. would be a little scary in particular, I think, but you know, just because you, they always say you're never ready, right? You're never ready for a baby. Sure. Right. But uh, during like a global crisis like this and an economic crisis where you're wondering, will I be able to keep my job? And if I lose my job, will I be able to find a new job that can feel a little bit uncertain? And just as you're like the parents and you're wanting to prepare the nest, uh, that can feel like, you know what, why don't we ride this out for another six months or a year? I, I get it. I, I get it. I think it makes sense. Well, Oddly, though, it's... people are like, bring on the puppies. We want puppies right now, but no babies. Right. Puppies, good. Babies, you mm, know, bad. just maybe rethink. Not bad, but <laughs> also, what if you, as as the parent, got coronavirus? And I, I'm not I'm not. I'm not suggesting that people who are pregnant have to worry. I'm sure there's like being careful. But if you were making the decision right now, I a lot of women are choosing to wait. They're talking about 500,000 fewer births in the U.S. as soon as next year. That would so be that's a, a 13% drop mm-hmm. uh, from the Good birth math, rate from yeah. one year to the next. That's pretty crazy. That is, that is yeah. very significant. See, and I thought there would be a baby boom because I thought everybody was doing it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's what I thought. I mean, what do I know? You know, when people are sitting around their house and no one's looking their best, you might be surprised at the amount of <laughs> action that is or is not Can you please happening. take a shower, honey, <laughs> before right. getting into bed? Donna, I went, I believe it was six days, just recently. Steve, I don't... Without showering. I, don't I showered yesterday. Okay, I really don't need to know. The I whole weekend from bed. the from the time I dropped my wife off, I hadn't, I didn't shower, and I did. I was a sweaty mess the whole weekend. So, but you know what happened? I'd sweat, and I'd be like, well, "I'm not going to shower now. I'm going to do some more stuff later. I'm going to be sweating." And then at the end of the night, I'm like, "Well, I'm dried off now. I'm fine." I, 
See, that's what I like about having to go to work is mm. there's a level of accountability. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you please like do something with your hair? Can you yeah. please just take a picture a of yourself today of- and then in like two weeks? I want to see what happens during your time at home. Yeah. We'll follow along. Okay, I will. <laughs> All right. When we come back, let's talk music. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.